We've got that. All right, fantastic. So we have some great questions. Um, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to start going through the questions now, and then I've got some things that I want to talk about time management that I think will be really helpful for the second part of the year. So good morning, Alicia. Great to see you. <laughs> so we had some really good questions on really essentially our upline and both from Alicia and also Paulus as well. So this really, really good. And I, I want to share a story. It may be in Soulcraft. I'm not sure. But in my first network marketing company, my upline was was not, we were not aligned at all, completely unaligned. So it can it can easily happen because not always do we choose our upline. So sometimes we just get recruited by our upline and we maybe don't even know them or, you know, there's like a zillion different reasons. My second upline, I actually chose, as you know, in my second company, USANA. So I actually interviewed in order to find the company that I wanted. And then I was also looking for the right sponsors. But that's highly unusual because almost nobody ever does that. You know, you don't interview to find your ideal sponsors. The first case is more, um, more common and it's, it's completely fine. The one thing I really learned from that first sponsor is that it taught me how I didn't want to be as a sponsor. And it really modeled for me how I wanted to be, which was the exact opposite. So I always look at it as a good thing because it actually helped me become a really good trainer. And that's what I, I really kind of regard myself as, as a trainer. And I would probably wouldn't have without that really bad example, because that stirred something up in me, like I'm going to be a completely different sponsor. So if you had the same thing in, in your, with your sponsor, just really look at it. Okay, well, this is teaching me how I want to be, and it's making it very clear. And this is interesting because oftentimes, even in terms of goals or manifestation, people will come to me and say, I don't know what I want. And I always say the best place to start then is to sit down and write what you don't want. Because then you can use the polarity concept. What you don't want is going to give you exactly what you do want. And polarity is, is wonderful to work with. So in this experience, if you are having it with your sponsor, um, and you know it could even be you like your sponsor most of the time, but maybe there's just a couple of characteristics, you know, and, and that's kind of just life. You know, we can meet people along along the way that we like most things about them, but one thing we don't. Like maybe they don't listen well, or you know, maybe they, you know, whatever it is. So you can also use this, okay, there's some characteristics I don't like in my sponsor. How will I show up for my team? So it can be really good as well. Now, there's a further level to that. What if you're really finding, and I know Alicia, you are really finding it's really um it's affecting how you're building your business. Mm. And that's, that's really, really huge because I'm just letting Ali in. Um, we don't want things like that to affect our energy. We don't want it to affect how we sponsor, how we train, everything. And uplines can be very strong in their opinions, as we know, you know, like whether they should or shouldn't be strong in their opinions. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to share, um, I know, I know she wouldn't mind me sharing this, but in Soul Pro, one of the the members in SoulPro talked about how her old sponsor years ago used to say that she was not coachable. And she's the most coachable person in the world. She's incredibly coachable. It just meant that their personalities probably didn't align. 
And most likely this sole pro member, whatever the, the sponsor was teaching was not aligned with her authentic code with how she wanted to build her business. So that's why she could appear uncoachable. In reality, she's very coachable. She just needed the right sponsor, needed the right mentor, et cetera. So we also want to be very careful not to let what our sponsor says affect us in terms of our um, our belief in ourselves, our belief in our capability, our belief in the way that we do our business, because then it becomes like a parent-child role where the parent, like we know our limiting beliefs can come from our parents, whether they meant to or not. We don't want to set up limiting beliefs from our sponsor as well, because we often talk about limiting beliefs happen when we're young, but they still happen when we're older when it's something that has a lot of emotion around it. So so limiting beliefs are always where an impactful thing happened that had a lot of emotion around it. So, you know, like say if your dad told you you're, you're a slow learner or your sponsor says you're not coachable, either of those things are going to stay with you. Okay, so you want to think to yourself, is this does this have the parent-child dynamic? Because also... As an adult, you don't want that parent-child dynamic. In network marketing, I think one of the most beautiful things that I always liked is that you want your team to be better than you. So you want to train them to be better than you, to be able to operate without you. Not You don't want to train your team where you are always the one that's the best one and that you're they can't do it without you. Because that's more like in a, in a job we want, you know, if we're in a job, we want our company to think that we're irreplaceable, you know, because we don't want to be replaced. But in network marketing, we want our people to replace us because it, the more that they're better than us, the more that they've outgrown us, they're going to just continue on in their business. So I have a really good example, Elizabeth Ryder, who was, well, is in my team. She was my employee for four years or however long it was, I can't even remember, maybe it was two years, but for quite a long time. And then she wanted to become, um, she wanted to actively grow her business. And so, you know, I mean, I could have kept her small, which I would never do, but, you know, I wanted her to become even bigger because that would mean that that would help my business as well. Plus I really believe in empowering people. So that that's how we want to be as a sponsor, really empowering people, especially with their own human design. You know, like Liz had a completely different way of building her business than, than me. And we all have a very different way of building our businesses. So I, I would just check in, like, do I feel like this is a parent-child relationship that I have to please my sponsor, that um, I'm, you know, I can't really fully do the business I want the way I want to? Now, Mind you, if you're very new in your business and there is a time and place to take advice for sure, but if you're finding that you're just feeling so stilted and that you can't really build the way that you want to build, then I, I would really just say, okay, well, I don't need my sponsor to build. And that's, that's what I went with my first sponsor. I realized I did, don't need my sponsor to build. You know, I, this is my business whether my sponsor is there or not, I'm going to build my business. Now, if you want to have that conversation with your sponsor, I can give you a few tips of how to, to say it. You can also, if it feels too um, adversarial, you know, you can just kind of do your own thing. But if you feel like it, you're always pushing up and you want to have that honest conversation, I can give you some tips about that. I'm really, big, as you know, really big about honesty and truth. 
but said with grace and love. Because I find if I'm if I'm not truthful and I don't express my truth, it it builds up inside of me and then it spills over in some way. And I just had a circumstance happen with some friends with something that really bothered me. So I just called them and, and, you know, very with grace and love shared that. And then we got together and they were like, nobody has ever, when they've had an issue with us, like called us to tell us that so we could talk it out. And I was like, nobody, you know, so it was a, a real affirmation that even if it can be hard, people appreciate that rather than just being in silence, you know, and then you feel like, well, I did something because they're not really talking to me and it feels awkward, but what's going on? So the way that you can have these tough conversations is I always try to not be adversarial. So, and to not give people something to push against. Okay. So, because I, I have my opinion, they have their opinion. I don't know the whole story. I still need to speak my truth, but I can say it with grace and love. So an example might be, you could either set up a time to talk with your sponsor, you know, over, over phone, the phone or in person. Or you can also leave a message as well. Like I did this, this with my my friends because we're, we just had gone to dinner. We're both really busy. And so I knew that we probably wouldn't be able to go out for dinner for another couple of weeks. So I said that in the message. I said, this, this might be a better thing to talk about in person, but I know we're both really busy. So I thought I'd share how I feel in this message. And then if, if you want to get together and talk, we can. Okay, so you can, and maybe you're, there's no way that, you know, there might not be a way that you can get together in person or even get them on the phone so that you can also leave it in a message. And then if it's in a message, you can say, I've been feeling that I, I really want to build my business in a way that feels right for me. For a while, I've been feeling like, like there's a different direction that I want to go. But obviously, I, I know within our team, you've really created this team community, this team spirit that you really value all of us working together. So I just wanted to talk with you, talk to you about this and um, and get your support on this because it's something I feel really strongly about. And I feel that I can build my business in a stronger, more authentic way, which I'm sure you would like me to do as well. But I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to go really fully into this way that feels right for me. So you 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 can change that in however however you want, but the the real message is I want to share this with you because I know and whatever it is you know about them, like maybe they they really like the team to always do things together and be the duplication or whatever words they've been saying. Our team has to do the same thing, you know, whatever it is. Say, I know you really value this. And you you want to use words that are are um are good words. Like I, you know, you don't, you don't want to say, I know you're really stuck on this, or, you know, you just want to, I know you really value this. That's a good way to say, okay, it's something that's important to you. What, what I've been feeling is that there's a way I want to do this business that feels really right for me. And I know that I can blossom in this way. I know that I'll be able to expand in a way that's really authentic to me. And if you have any fears, like I'm, I'm scared of what you would think, I'm scared of being kicked out of the team, you know, like whatever fear you have, then explode that up, up front as well. And one of my concerns in sharing this is that I'll be kicked out of the team or, or that you won't, you know, you won't respect me or you won't like me. Like I have to be honest, I, I'm worried, but 
when I sit down and think about that, I know that's not what you're going to do, but I just wanted to share that, that I do have this fear. But what I'm hoping is that you can support me in the way that I really want to try to build my business, or I wouldn't use try, the, the way I'm feeling really called to build my business. And the reason why it's really good to share what you're, you're scared of is it, it just shines light on that. And it, it shows that you're human as well. And most likely, unless your, your upline is truly toxic, which they probably aren't, they're just probably unaware. <laughs> you know, they're going to be like, oh, well, I don't want you to feel like I'm not going to like you. I don't want to not support you. So more than likely, they'll come back and say, um, you know, it's not the way that I would build my business, but I support that you feel really strongly about this. So that, that would be my, my advice to be really open because other, otherwise you're going to always feel this. Um, you'll just, I, I shouldn't say you would, I would feel like I'm, I'm sort of hiding something. I'd feel inauthentic. I would feel awkward. So I just think it's always better to, um, to tell the truth because it's always helpful. Your truth is always helpful for somebody else. So for example, with my friends, you know, at the end of it, they're like, wow, like we had no idea that we were coming across that this way. And we totally understand that we said this thing and then we changed the goalpost and we're so sorry, you know, so it, it ended really well. And it just reminded me that, you know, truth is always best as long as we say it with grace and love. Alicia, does that help? And or do you want to give, a uh, if you feel comfortable, some more context or questions about it. And then I'll ask Paulus as well. And then anybody else that wants to chime in or ask questions. Thanks, Carmen. I've actually woken up with a bit of a bit of a sore throat. So I'll just, um, can you hear me? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. We won't have you talk too long if you don't need to, don't want to. Um, it, it does help. It's, um, it's, a, it's, I realized, um, you know, I'm, I'm okay with confrontation, but it's it when it's it's something so uh, personal, like um, literally showing up as you online, and because I've been looking at, um, you know, why hadn't I done that yet, or, or why am I not, you know, um, contributing to this group? It's because I can't show up authentically as myself because it's totally not in alignment with the 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 vibe or whatever's in that group um it was just a really you know part of a larger <laughs> realization um i did you know i have had conversations over probably the last 12 months um and um what you said it was really really helpful um don't know <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna go but um it, yeah it, I can't not do it you know and I, I just like I don't know whether it was that I didn't have the words so what you've said is 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 really helpful because um I, I have said things but I felt like it never kind of <laughs> never kind of landed or never kind of you know, came it came across correctly, and it, it's quite ironic because they actually completely detached themselves from their upline mm -hmm. because they didn't align with. So, 
um, just recently found out that, oh, so we're actually, you know, part of this group over here with, you know, it, it in the end, um, ab- absolutely being upfront, honest, um, but, you know, like uh, it, it can be can be challenging, um, you know, to to uh, you, I don't want it wanted to upset anybody. Um, but I think that when it, it's 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 stifling and literally you cannot feel like you can be yourself. Um, and I feel like the, I like watching every. <laughs> everything that I'm that everything I'm doing I see their little head pop up when they've like looked at everything that you know that might not be what they're doing with, mm. with the team they, they look at everyone's stuff as well I just I just you know really want to be running my business like the Soulcraft way basically yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so I really appreciate um us, us going through <laughs> going through yeah. this yeah. this um I mean Paulus how how are you feeling from you know having this this conversation? Oh, Carmen is great. She's tell us a lot, some nice strategies. Um, I'll I'll tell you more about how your story inspired my 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 input. Um, but it's it's I've gone further than that. But I'll tell you after you've finished, Alicia. And I, I need Carmen's advice as well from, you know, from someone who's very experienced. Um, yeah, so I resonate with you. That's why we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> um, look, I just, um, like I said, it's part of a, a, a larger realisation for me. So it's, you know, it's got different elements to the conversation that needs to be had as well. Um, but 100%, like I, I have known for such a long time that I can't continue and I've tried to convey, um, you know, how I you know, want to do my business. It's just, it's quite confusing because from my perspective, um, looking at other people who, um, you know, so they might have like an existing um, other business or whatever. So when I joined this business, um, I was in a specific time and I didn't have another business or I didn't, I mean, I didn't have another, um, I'm going to say mainstream business. So there's a lot of, um, people who would be like chiropractors or personal trainers or whatever. And they've added this, um, to, um, the, the programs per se that um, are created, but like the team programs, not the company programs, um, sort of added them to their business. And so they were already um, sharing in a, in a way that suited them. And so this just kind of got added in. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't sure how to bring it up because I've, even feel like being on leader meetings that there's comments being said I felt like directly pointed at me like in a public um domain and I didn't quite know how to do with that now I believe that they are not that they're not they're not bad people at, at all like not not at all 
Um, but I find it probably even harder to then go, well, I feel like maybe there's like, what word did you use, Carmen? Like not accusing, but I don't really, I really don't want to come from the, what, what oh, like were you giving them like com- not confrontational or giving them adversarial like we're yeah. giving them something to push against yeah. yeah yeah so maybe that's what I've been doing in in the past mm-hmm. um but uh yeah I'm still that it's, it's not it's not that I'm unclear on what to do I know exactly what to do I just don't know what the outcome <laughs> Yeah, yeah, is, going, yeah. is yeah. going to be you know I'm prime real estate in their business um so you know yeah but but in the end it's like what I've really realized in in everything um and this was part of you know everything that's been going on for me is that it does need to come from your your passion and you first not the company or the team or whatever and then you try and mold your everything mm-hmm. into that yeah um even understanding that yes my why why but my why hasn't ever changed right so my why is the same but um it's so important so important to be able to like like the thing the thing that determines us online or anywhere is being us Mm-hmm. And if if you are like literally unable to be fully expressed in yourself because you're being told to be a different way to make sales, like I don't even I don't even want to be presenting the the, the way that, yeah it's I I don't quite know how this is going to pan out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think. The, the number one thing to remember is however we feel is, is always fine. We, we may not know the whole story, like, you know, when we go to have a talk. So that's why we want to remain open to, to hear what they have to say as well. But one of the biggest things I think is we've been taught throughout our lifetimes is that what we feel is not right. Like you shouldn't feel that way. Like you shouldn't feel that way because, you know, maybe they do know better. Or, you know, they've given me so much and maybe I should be grateful. You know, mm. like there's all these shoulds in our mind. So this this is why we don't speak our truth, because at the heart of it, we don't quite have the confidence that what we feel is okay. So that's the, the one thing I always go back to is these feelings. I may not know the whole story, but what I'm feeling is legitimate and I need I need to talk about it. And the way that I want to be in my business and my life is legitimate and that has worth and um it's the most important thing actually so so that number one and then the other thing that you can do is say okay what is the outcome that i want what i would like is there to be understanding and support and for them not to kick me out of the team you know like you know whatever it is that you you like really want like the, what would be the best outcome so I kind of intentionally t- think about that. And then I say, okay, well, what could the worst outcome be? Okay, the worst outcome might be like they blacklist me and they talk negatively about me. And and then I just kind of play that out. Okay, if that happens, is it still worth me speaking my truth? And, you know, absolutely. 
because sometimes our subconscious just needs to play out what's the worst possible thing that could happen, which is probably never going to happen, but it's just good to kind of play that out. And then, then what I do is I also talk through the situation with at least one person because it just helps you get the emotion out. And sometimes your friend, like, like I talked to Peter about this situation and he was like, yes, there's this and there's this. And, and it just really helped me feel more centered for when I was going to talk to. So that was so, so helpful. And then the other thing I do is I allow in the conversation pauses. And this is really important that whenever you like are, you say saying something, you allow a pause. When, when they are talking, you allow a pause. Because in those pauses, you it helps you stay in your center. And sometimes they will say things that, you know, like it just helps you not get dragged into their world. It helps you stay in your center. And they also can, like, if you're not responding right away, then oftentimes they'll like keep re-explaining themselves. And then they kind of arrive to the same conclusion anyway. So it's, it's pretty interesting. So really use pauses. And this example with my friends, so I, I had left them a really nice message. And um, so we set up a time to get together. And then when we sat down, they automatically went into explaining why they had done it. And my heart just started pounding because I was like, oh no, again, I'm going to have to speak my truth because they're not taking ownership, you know? So, but I'm just like, breathe, Carmen, breathe. But I could literally feel boom, 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 boom. <laughs> And then, you know, I just like, let them talk, you know, let them talk. And then, um, you know, then I very gently said again, what I had wanted to say that, that it was okay that you changed the goalpost, but it would have been better if you had given me choice. So rather than saying this is just what we're doing, it would have been, Carmen, I know we said one thing, um, but we now need to do this because is that okay with you? You know, rather than we're just doing this, you know, so, so, so because I still was like committed, like whatever they say, I'm still going to speak my truth, but I'm going to say it with grace and love. I'm going to pause. I was still able to speak my truth. And then, you know, then you, we kept going forth, kept going back and forth. And then they, they were like, oh, I, we totally understand. So then it resulted in a good, but it didn't start that way. Like literally my heart was pounding, but remembering if you can keep remembering what I feel is so accurate for me, you know, and it, it's, it's so legitimate and I can't not say it. And especially in your circumstance, like you're so right who we are. That's how we have, like, that is the most important thing, our authentic essence to come from there. And because if we're not, our business is not going to build because we're, we're not, people can feel that, you know, so you're, so you're absolutely right. So you have to talk about it, but how can I say it with grace and love? Could it mean there's going to be a, a bad reaction? Absolutely. So we cannot control how the person is going to react. They could get really mad. They could walk away. They could explode, but that we can't avoid not speaking our truth just because we're worried of the outcome or how it might feel for a short time because it's worse like playing small and not speaking your truth than that short time where they got mad because they're probably going to come back and say, I'm so sorry that I exploded anyway. So there's a, I actually wrote down a quote. Let me just find it. I thought, I thought it was so powerful. I think that, um, well, I know that. <laughs> You know, there's there's always been a thing with me speaking my truth, and I I have I've always you know pushed my comfort zone and stretched those boundaries, 
Um, but, you know, I mean, I say recently, but there, there was a pretty huge thing when, um, you know, when speaking out, I can think of moments that were really not great um, and they were really emotional um emotional times um emotional occurrences like um you know big even traumatic experiences in life and having to speak my truth in that and not getting a good response response. I probably have like you know teetered around it a a little bit too long (laughs) let's be honest yeah (laughs) Yeah, um I have no problem like with my husband like speaking (laughs) speaking my mind and it was like just I have to get it out um but you know when when it affects you know yourself your, your team your your other people I'm very mindful with how that's gonna play out and so yeah I'm have not uh expressed the full extent yeah of of everything so yeah I'm, I'm interested to hear this quote what was the quote that yeah you so it was just um so I'm not willing to avoid a feeling to stay small so in other words I'm not I'm not willing to avoid feeling like okay it might blow up it might go a, a wrong direction but I'm not willing to avoid that feeling and thereby I will stay small so in other words, like if we're scared, like, okay, what is this conversation going to end up? What's it, what's it going to bring up? You know, we're more worried about that feeling. So we have to be willing to experience that feeling in order not to feel small, because it's more important not to live, live small and not live into our, our fullest. And because really at the end of the day, that's what we're worried. Like what's going to happen? Like, you know, are they going to not like me? Are they going to blacklist me? Are they going to talk negatively about me? But the thing is, I really believe, and I saw this with my friends, that as long as we can keep speaking our truth with grace and love, and we allow them to speak their truth too, but we don't worry about that truth because they have their own truth as well. And it does, it maybe will actually make us, could possibly make us change our mind. Like maybe there's another way, but it also could just mean two people have spoken their truth and that's okay. So, because I think the thing is like, well, I know for me, I shouldn't speak for everyone, but for me... In speaking your truth, because why my heart went again, I was like, I'm going to have to do this again. <laughs> and I don't like doing it. But the thing is, speaking our truth, we do it one time. It's not like, okay, now we've spoke our truth. And it's like, you take your one shower in a lifetime and you've done it forever. It's like, you have to keep speaking your truth. And it reminded me like, yes, I learned that was like my big thing I learned in my 30s. Like it totally shifted me, but I, it doesn't mean that I've learned it. I've learned it, but I'm still going to have to keep practicing it. And hearing someone's truth, again, is okay. We might have to relive the feelings, but we'll get through it. You know, that's, that's in that conversation, that's, I was like, oh, I've got to do this again. But I got through it and it was better. You know, it was even better. Another saying in this context, it just yeah. popped up, is I said, because you explained that both sides the truth and it might be different. Like we agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We agree to disagree. Yeah. And that can be totally, I mean, there's not strong emotions. I mean, if you respect the other person and, and give yourself the room and the other person the room you give yourself, then this opens up these possibilities. Huh? 
Yeah. I, I just want to add something. Uh, I'm actually really grateful that my sponsor is not active and up and above that is not active. And I feel like I have the freedom to go <laughs> and seek out things like this group, like some other, you know, outside resources. And I don't have to check in with anybody. And with my downline, they're kind of doing some different things that I'm doing and that's okay. I mean, they're building their businesses and I'm, you know, like I respect them doing things their way. So sometimes it's best when you don't have a sponsor that is telling you what to do. <laughs> that's right. So, so funny, eh? <laughs> uh, Hollis, do you want to share a little bit more about yours? And is, is that, does that feel good, Alicia, for, is that? Helpful? Yeah, it, it does. And, um, I've, I've gone the next step. I'll just give you a bit of background without yeah, revealing too many details, which would um, reveal people. <laughs> it was, uh, um, this has come up because we did a, a what is it, the, the, the moon calendar thing. There's the new moon, do your new yeah. moon. And last week's review, Carmen, excellent. The six monthly review, you should be doing it. One of them that you asked us to do was in section five plan planning and, and, and bullet point five, who do I need to accomplish? Who, who do I need to be to accomplish my dream? Mm. Who's your role model? That was the question, wasn't it? Mm. Right. And, you know, we, our, our business has grown and we were sponsored the first way like you, um, uh, not ideal, and then, you know, soon I realised, oh, why am I feeling like this? I, I feel like um, the things they ask us to do, the things that they do make me cringe. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, nobody would say anything and until until recently, but there, there were a few few um, pointers, like the senior ranks would... would um, wouldn't comment, but recently they said, oh, you know, now that you've brought it up, I really feel sorry that you're in so-and-so's team. I thought, wow, thanks. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing, though, right, and I do take what you said, you'll want your team to be better than you, right? So our rank is two levels above our upline. Mm. So I... I so we can't learn anything more from them because they, they're not able to give us anything more, right? They don't have a team. We are their, their, their asset, as, as, as Alicia was saying, prime real estate. But um, we don't have any real support like a team above. And, you know, and then and I thought, well, is the grass greener on the other side on the other team? Look at that team. They're so full of energy. They've got this and that and that. And I'm thinking, is it wrong for me to think that? I'm feeling guilty. <laughs> uh, um, should I jump ship? Gee, am I am I a traitor? I, I don't know. Is that does that matter? I mean, these are the feelings I'm I'm I'm, I'm feeling. Mm. Um, and I just want to know your opinion because. I have a plan, but um, I just want your feedback from someone experienced because you're just another um, uh, 
sounding board, if you want to call it that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, all these feelings are, are totally normal. Like, I think every one of us has at some point think, thought, I wish I was in that team. <laughs> you know, like, even if we have the best upline, you, you know, like you think, and it's totally normal to feel you know, because teams really give like good energy. So the number one thing is I never let, and not that the guilt doesn't come in, but I quickly replace it to not feel guilty about thoughts or desires or you never feel guilty because they're, they're just feelings that are pointing you somewhere and are, are feelings we always want to acknowledge. So, you know, like, and there's so many, and, and feelings can be fleeting, you know, we do know that about emotions, like they can change, you know, like just like that, but a feeling like example might be like, you feel jealous of somebody or you see someone, you know, like they're a two-star, five-star diamond director. And you're like, oh, how did she do that? You know, you feel jealousy. And then it's like, oh, I shouldn't feel that. You know, like never go into, I shouldn't feel that. Just say, that's really interesting. What is that showing me that I really want? Because your feelings are just, a, they're a way shower for something that you want. That's all they are. And what you want is never negative. So then you might say, okay, I really, I'm like feeling like I want to be in that team and I'm feeling guilty about it. What is that showing me that I want? What about that team? And I'm like, I want that. So then write down, okay, like the camaraderie, the, and I think you mentioned like the energy, you know, the vibrancy. So write down all of that, because those, those are the characteristics that are really important to you that you want to bring into your life. Now, then what you can do, and, and I, I did this with my, um, my first sponsor, I was like, okay, how can I create that? So this is, this is what I want. And I wish my sponsor could give, he can't at all. <laughs> so how can I create that? And so I started doing that with my team in my first company. And then when I switched to USANA, then how I set up my team was what this, like a team name. And it's, you know, what I teach here, like create a team name, create a culture. So it can come from you and you're the perfect leader, Paulus. Like you've got leadership qualities just exuding from you. Like you're a leader, like you, you speak up, you, you, like when you talk, you can feel that energy. So I, I would think about how can I create the very thing that I want and where can I tap into to help source the energy that I want? Because to be like, to be a leader, you have to source that energy also as well. So like for me back in the day, there were, there were people that I admired. So there was like uh, the top income earner in the first network marketing company in Australia. So I really kind of like looked at what he did. And then, you know, when I moved to the States, I had like different mentors and I really modeled what they were doing and it helped kind of give me that energy. Now for you, do you see yourself as a leader? Like, do you, do you see that? How, how does that feel for you? Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, uh, yeah, I do. How do you source this energy? So it's got to be from within you. Yeah? You have to drive this. And don't worry what's going on up there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And totally totally um, ignore it. Because yeah. your success is actually 
they're benefiting from your success without doing anything. So just let it be. <laughs> yeah, Is unless there's right? someone like up the line that you can, like in in my first company, the my sponsor that wasn't good, the the person that it was Adam that was the the top income earner in Australia. So he was the one I modeled, but he was so busy. He didn't have time to work with me, you know? So I just kind of modeled him from afar, you know, and we were friends too, but he didn't really help me in my business per se. But in, in USANA, I've seen this a lot of times where people didn't have an upline. So they worked like way above, like in my, my upline, like I have Phil and Penny, but way above is Michael Hollander. And so there have been people that are like way down that have worked with Michael Hollander. So that is way above. So there could be someone in your line that you could work with. But I think the power is more on you, truthfully. Like, I really feel why I was so successful is I just took the reins and I was like, I'm going to create what I want. And that's really what I, I want for all of you in Soulcraft is create what you want. So the very thing that you're looking for, create it. And, and all of you that have been attracted to Soulcraft have that capacity because you wouldn't have joined Soulcraft if you didn't have the capacity. And Paulus, especially you, like how you speak, how you show up, you know, like you speak with authority and credibility, like you have all the, so I would just say like, I'm going to create this <laughs> and then rely on Soulcraft to help you create it. Cause you can come here and ask questions and, you know, we can give you energy. I can give you energy. I can give you ideas. But I, I would really step into that role of what do I want to create? Now, that we've talked a little bit about this, but I want to re-talk about this idea of way showers. So you want to find like two or three people that are how you want to be, but that you can also relate to as well. So like, say, I, I might be a way shower for you in some, in some aspects, you know, so, but then you might also look for another way shower that is male and has, you know, maybe more other aspects that you really like. So you usually need like two or three way showers because one isn't going to have all the characteristics. Like, for example, like Paulus, you're, you're Christian, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So you might need a way shower because I'm not Christian, but I'm more spiritual, but I have, I have the ethics. So that would relate with you, but you might want to find a guy that is Christian and is a leader to fulfill some of the other things that are really important to you. You know, so I would have like two, so I've always had like two to three way showers. You know, like Adam was a way shower for me. Marie Forlo, Forleo, as you know, is a big way shower for me. And I, I would watch her videos to see like how she, like how she was just being, you know, and that's really what she wanted to emulate or how is, how are people being? so that you can create that energy that you want. But the very fact that you are two ranks above your sponsor and that you are their team essentially tells you you know how to, to build a team and you are a leader and it's just, okay, now it's time to up level. This is your sign, if you need a sign. <laughs> On July, what was it? July, what are we at? July, where's my phone? July 19th, what are we? No, it's July 21st. July 21st, 7.47 a.m. <laughs> oh. how, how does that feel? Yeah, okay, thank you. It, it gives me comfort to, to know that 
Um, all of these things that you've said and what Alicia said, um, they're all contributing to and supporting uh, what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, it, it's thank you because we need we need it sometimes. It's hard going. We're in the valley sometimes, not on the peaks. So <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and I see it in myself. Like, like I still. Like I feel now at this point in my life, because I'm I'm almost 52, like I feel like I lean into where I need to more quickly. But it's 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 taken me years. Like I think, okay, why didn't I lean into that more 10 years ago? And I just think we have to just keep keep learning, keep growing, keep leaning, leaning into it, keep coming to things like this, because we're still unwiring limiting beliefs. Me too. You know, so it's it's like the sooner we can do it, the better, but it's always the perfect time the perfect whatever whatever whenever we're doing it is the perfect time but if i can leave you with one thing in this whole vein your feelings and your thoughts are so valid and so worth it and you never want to make yourself guilty for feeling a certain way even if it's jealousy or comparison you just want to think that jealousy or comparison or the grass is greener over there is just it's your subconscious, your self, your higher self trying to point you to something. And it's usually trying to point you to what you really want, like what you really desire. And if you really desire something, you have the capability because you wouldn't desire something if you didn't have the capability to achieve it. And does it mean it's going to be easy? Not necessarily, but it's, you know, that that's what we're here to do is to lean in those things that can be hard, but we can do hard things. We absolutely can do hard things. Paula says another hard thing that you need to do that you're wondering about, if you can take that step. I feel like there's there might be like a hard thing you're like, mm, I need to do it. <laughs> and if you don't want to brainstorm it, but if there's anything we can help you brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, one of my my ongoing issue is to to make make my ego smaller than what it needs to be so so mm -hmm. because the ego gets in the way um it's somebody joked with me saying you need to make it small otherwise it won't fit in your coffin when you die that's great that is hilarious you know what i do to help is so our, our ego is good. Like we need our ego because our, oops, did I freeze? Okay. Our ego is just there to protect us. So, you know, whatever, whatever it is, like, you know, maybe your ego is like, um, because, because e ego is different than self-worth. Okay. We, and we all need to have self-worth. You know, that doesn't mean that we think we're better than somebody but we all need to make sure that our self-worth is strong. It doesn't mean we're looking down, but like we're, we're confident in ourselves. But our ego can be, you know, sometimes it can protect us. Like it might say like, don't do this or do do this, but your ego is just there to protect you in whatever way that it feels it needs to protect you because of a passive experience. So if you want to tame that ego, or you want to make sure it's it's not too big or it's not controlling your life in a way that you don't want it to, what you can do is you can say, thank you, ego, for trying to protect me. So you want to acknowledge your ego. Okay, thank you for trying to protect me. But I have this. I've got this. 
You, you don't need to protect me because I can do X, Y, Z. Okay, so for example, I've got a lot of big changes going on in my life. So my ego is like, okay, start stressing out about this because you want to get this on time, done in time, and you don't want to have all these things to do at the last minute. So my ego is actually trying to stress me out now so that I will get the things like super done. So, so what I say to my ego, I say, thank you, ego, for trying to protect me and not make, sh make sure I'm not stressed down the line, but I've got this. I can get everything done in a good amount of time. And even if I'm doing a few things last minute, I can handle it. Okay. And the reason why is because one of my things is I tend to worry or obsess. And that's just my ego trying to protect me from something bad that might happen or that I might end up being more stressed down the line. But it's no good for me to be stressed from here till when I get all these things done. It's not, not resourceful. So I just say, thank you, ego, for trying to protect me, but I've got this. And I'm going to be able to do everything in the right amount of time. And even if there's a few things that I have to do at the, at the very end, because that's just how it goes, I can handle it. So you can talk to your ego as well, but thank your ego because your ego is just there to protect you. So if we, if we try to stomp on our ego or negate it, it's just going to come up stronger. Yeah. A little bit of a different way, but just your ego is part of you and it's not necessarily. Now, if we're looking down, but I don't think this is what you mean. If we're looking down on people or feeling that we're better than people, that's different. That's like a different type of ego. But it, it's okay to think that you know the way to do something as long as we're leaving room for other people to do things in their way too. You know, I, I think I'm right a lot of the time, <laughs> but I also know that I'm not right a lot of the time too. So I can have a way of doing things as long as I give people their way as well. Okay, so quick little thing on um, time management. So in something that I teach in Create Your Dream Year, so which is all about really achieving your goals in one year, is I teach this concept that you want to have three domino goals for the year. So three main goals. So you don't want to have like 20 because you aren't possibly going to get 20 goals. I mean, you could do, but it's better to do three, mark one off and then add another one. So as we're going into the second part of the year, I want you to really think about and create your dream year. We go really deeply into this, but just on a very surface level, this can really help you. What are your three goals that are the most important for the rest of the year? And I want you to put them somewhere on your fridge, on your mirror, in your bathroom, on your dream board. And kind of like, we've also been talking about this in Soul Pro, decluttering our lives. You're not allowed to put another goal up there until you finish one of those goals. So if a shiny object comes in, another idea comes in, you can look at those three goals and you can say, okay, is this new idea, is it valid enough to replace one of these three? then that's okay, as long as you replace one of those three. But I only want you to have three things that you're focused on for the rest of, rest of the year. And once you achieve one, you can put another one. Or if another idea comes in, you can say, okay, should this replace one of those three? But I don't want you to add a fourth and a fifth and a sixth because we are always going to get new ideas and new shiny objects. And then you're never going to get your three most important things done. 
Does that, does that make sense to everybody? Okay. Cause I get ideas all the time. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is such a good idea. But then I'm like, okay, what are my three most important goals? Should I replace one of them? No, this is still more important. So, okay, I'm going to put that into the, to be done later. It doesn't go away, but we, the number one killer of dreams is what? Does anyone know? Distraction. Okay. So the number one killer of dreams is distraction. And we are constantly distracted in this world, right? <laughs> oh, so we have to be the master of our attention. So we set, we talked about this a few months ago, but we set our intention. That's great. But even more powerful is we have to be the master of putting our attention on our intention. Okay, because it's all well and good to set intentions, but unless you master your attention during the day, your brain will always herd a zillion different cats. So you've you've got to become, the, and this is this is at the heart of being present. So it's not just meditating on a hill. The art of being present is actually where is my attention going, and is my attention going on my intention, because that's the only way that we manifest our intentions is by having our attention on our intention. And again, we can be that fire hose in life, you know, like lots of excitement, lots of ideas, nothing gets done. Or we can be that magnifying glass, like Napoleon Hill talked about in Think and Grow Rich. In one area on a field, you hold that magnifying glass and then the sun comes in and just lights a fire. So are, are you being a, a fire hose in your life or are you being a magnifying glass in your life? And a fire hose can be very exciting. <laughs> a magnifying glass can be a little boring, <laughs> but once you set that fire, yeah, that's, yeah. And I really attribute that, that particular lesson when I was 27 and read, read Think and Grow Rich. Two things from Think and Grow Rich, the focus, and the thing that made me successful in network marketing, if you help other people get what they want, that's when you'll get what you want. And that, that literally lit me on fire. I was like, oh my goodness, that's the best principle in the world. I'll help other people get what they want. I focus on that. And that naturally is going to help me get what I want. And I just thought, oh, that's like the most beautiful principle in the world. All right. And then one final thing with this, and this is definitely in Soulcraft, the eat your frog before noon. So we have these, these goals, these three domino goals. So then you want to think, be thinking about the actions that will help you achieve those goals. And every day I ask myself, what is the one thing that I don't want to do? And there might be several, but one thing that I'm procrastinating on that I'm resistance against and I do that before noon. Now that that time is arbitrary. Is it going to be before six for you? Because maybe you work, you know, during the day at a job. Is it going to be before nine? Because the only time you have to work on your network marketing business is between seven and nine. You get to choose that time, but you have to eat that frog, the thing that you're resistant or that you're you're procrastinating first. Okay. Or by a certain time, because sometimes it's good to check off a few things. It gets like your energy going and then you can do that, but you have to do it before. And 
literally the past eight weeks, because I've had so much going on, that's been my motto. And it actually starts like after a week of doing it, it gets fun because you know that when you cross off the thing that you're, you're resisting or you're procrastinating, it frees up so much energy because when we're um, procrastinating or resisting, we do feel that guilt, you know, and you feel heavy. You're like, oh, I still got to do that. I still got to do that. I still got to do that. You know, you just get heavier and heavier. But every day, if you do one thing, you just, you feel so good. You feel proud of yourself. You feel an integrity with yourself. Your confidence grows. So that, that, that to me is a life-changing. If I did an Atomic Habits book, that would be like the Atomic Habit is eat your frog before the time that you choose <laughs> in one day though. Uh, all right. Is that helpful for everyone? Thank you. Very good. Yeah. So be the magnifying glass, not the fire hose. Yeah. Every day think, am I being a fire hose or a magnifying glass? Nobody likes a fire hose. <laughs> I don't want to get sprayed with water. <laughs> Oh, all right, everyone. So good. And thank, thank you for these deep conversations, because I know they can be a little bit tricky because they involve other people as well. But anything that we say here, we always know it stays here and is a safe space. So you are always free to bring anything here. All right. So let's take our photo. Just such a good conversation. They get better and better every week. All right. One, two, three. And then our crazy one. How crazy can you be? One, two, three. <laughs> super crazy Ali so cute all right lots of love I will see you in two weeks I just posted Marie Forleo's replay because it was at 1 a.m my time so I couldn't listen to it either and it goes away in 48 days so listen to that because she always has gold and then we can talk about it in two weeks there's a 15 minute version and a full hour version so you can do it quickly or long all right love you guys bye everyone bye